And you can always edit it. Like, go back. Like, I'm just doing oh, it yeah. to see what it's like. <sighs> okay. So, your inner being knows how to get you to where you want. You don't have to consciously... Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm listening to you read. <laughs> okay. You want me to look, close my eyes? <laughs> no, but don't be looking at me. You're the person. Trying to think... Yeah. I guess you can, like, do an intro after and stuff, too. Okay, wait. Um... Okay, wait, you go first. Do you, you say something about, like, how um, we think we need to have it all figured out, but then you just do whatever feels right right then? Like, something about that. Ready, go. So, we always have all this pressure from our parents, from our family, from society of doing what's right and doing certain things and doing what everyone else thinks is right and proper and good for us. But in reality... Most of us know, in fact, all of us really know what's good for us individually inside of us. And we act on that and go with the flow and follow our hearts. I believe that regardless of the outcome, you'll end up being happy with it. It'll end up being perfectly made for you. And it'll move you forward because you're following your heart. And your heart and your soul is connected to everyone's heart and souls. So in the end, even if those people that told you to do something that you didn't listen to and you followed your own heart are upset they'll see that it was for the good for them for you and for everyone that's so true it's usually if you follow what feels right to you it always ends up going in the direction that you're supposed to be going in because that direction is meant for you it's coming out of you so if you're following your own inner compass it's going to take you to where you're meant to go if you follow somebody else's inner compass yeah, that's not where your soul's trying to take you, so it's going to feel off. And there's a part of you that already knows where it's going, and you don't understand it because you're in the game, you know? But there's a part of you that knows where you are now and where you're going and what you need to do in order to get there. You just have to trust that flow and trust whatever messages come up and be willing to follow it without knowing where you're going yeah and, and easier said than done you know because even for me i have a lot of resistance again just against just flowing and trusting and and the way to recognize these signs and these different energies and these different paths you need to follow is it begins though for me at the anyway with like really really slowing down my mind and, and not being distracted by so many other things like fast forward four years ago to now when i first started doing that now i don't have to so so heavily intentionally cut myself off from everything around me in order to get there but i do still um you know have to do that occasionally by you know going the way to quiet places but now as i've paid more and more attention i've put more of this knowledge of spirituality and and life actually, you know, in my mind, I'm able to just see those paths a lot more clear. However, as I said, easier said than done, it still doesn't stop the fact that there's resistance to actually following it many times. Um, because as humans, especially uh, from my point of view as men, we do feel like, you know, there has to be something done to get some result. And I'm sure even many women have the same thing that you have to do to get um, you know, and that's not always the case. A lot of times if you just flow um, the things that you need to do, you know, at a certain point for yourself will kind of come effortlessly in front of you. And then doing them won't even really feel like doing them. It'll just kind of feel like, 
walking, walking, like just, you know, a casual, normal encounter and handling what's in front of you. And um, life gets a lot less stressful and a lot more peaceful when you follow that, that flow. And at first, do you think that it's going to be harder going with the flow just because we're not used to doing that, right? Like society trained us to force and to push and to do it that way and to listen to what everyone around us tells us to do instead of listening to our heart. They tell us to listen to our mind, right? But our mind is trying to take control of something it doesn't really understand. It doesn't really understand. It can't capture all of the information in this world and how to go through it but the heart kind of knows because the heart's connected to the energy that's creating all this right so our mind is trying to figure things out and to tell us where to go but if we just let ourselves listen to our heart and be pulled instead it's actually easier we just think at first that it's going to be harder because we're not used to that and there is like a time in between where you're switching to starting to be pulled instead trying to understand am I forcing or am I being pulled am I being called or am I trying to push something too hard so there's that time where you're you're getting used to differentiating the two but that's also fun as well because then you you really learn what it feels like to be called to do something and do it yeah I think that that a, a good starting place like for a rule of thumb about it is for me, it goes back to something I've recently learned um, when it comes to differentiating the difference between intuition and anxiety, or, you know, intuition and like a warning sign from your body. Like, usually those intuitions, those aha moments, and those signs will come to you out of left field, out of nowhere, with no stimulus attached to it, and just be a knowing, as, as you said, inside your heart, which also we can refer to as inside your soul. And generally those anxious decisions that, you know, may sometimes on the surface feel like a calling are going to come when there's some external stimulus out there causing you to, to, you know, come up with a solution basically almost and to quote unquote do something about it. And the way to differentiate those uh, on top of that is, is really just slowing down and thinking about what you're thinking about. Think about the person thinking about it and the situation at hand, um, or if there's no situation at hand, just, you know, quieting the mind and, and waiting. And, and as I said, like, it's in the beginning of walking down this path, you do need to place quite a bit, I needed to anyway, quite a bit of intention behind slowing down and, and practicing different modalities from, from yoga, meditation, and breathing. Um, and as you advance and as you keep this on your mind and your heart and soul, for years on end, you'll get to a place where um, you'll start to do it automatically and naturally while you're driving, while you're walking, while you're even writing an email. Um, and it's a really fun place to be um, because those things just kind of come to you suddenly and the right feelings and the right actions will manifest themselves without you doing you know, quite as much as you thought you originally had to do society's always going to have something to say and people are always going to have something to say at the end of the day you know what they say uh doesn't really matter um the way you perceive it what you think and then what you actually do are all the new things you need to be concerned about and another way to tell 
really where this decision is coming from or this an action is coming from is if you're moving towards something or away from something. Like he was talking about with intuition versus anxiety, intuition's usually going towards something, right? Towards more love or towards more expression, towards your desire. It's moving towards something with love. You're usually in a better feeling place moving upwards. If you're making a decision to move out of something, like out of a negative feeling, or because you're scared of something, then your your energy's at that level right then. So that decision you're making is out of fear. That decision you're making is out of worry and everything. So then you can't really be pulled when your energy is stagnant like that. When you're feeling all that fear, it's hard to listen to your heart instead of your mind because now you're in a fight or flight stage, which is hard to listen to any inspired action in. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I think Mother Teresa, when she said it, she probably didn't mean it in the sense of what you're talking about when it comes to moving towards something or moving away from something, but I believe she definitely said it best when she was has to come march for the Vietnam War and um, or against the Vietnam War, against what's going on there. And she said, no, um, I will not go march against the Vietnam War. However, when you have a march for peace, then I will be there. I think it's the same thing. Like when you're when you're looking to go to something, when you're looking to go, you know, even to a lifestyle of, of say, you know, drugs and violence to a lifestyle of curing addiction and you know creating peace um it's definitely coming from a pace of intuition versus when you know say you're looking to simply get away from you know a negative situation that you're perceiving that you caused based around those same drugs or violence uh for example you know you're facing legal consequences and now looking to get away which, you know, that's part of why society made those, um, on, besides all the money and everything else, you know, that goes into it, is it allows you to see, you know, to start to spark something, um, to get out of those certain, I guess, energy levels, for lack of a better term, um, to move into something else. Um, because, you know, we can get into a whole other discussion when it comes based around a lifestyle centered around addiction and drugs. Um, sometimes you do need to be shaken out of that, out of it, and move away from it versus you know uh, just going towards something at a higher level um, but once you do get shaken out of those kind of fields and fogs um, at that point you know it's very valid that you're going to be feeling the best and the most inspired when you're moving towards and for the things you actually do want to create and desire and love uh, versus just away and against from the ones you've created in the past that's a good point when you're making any change, really. It's you decide to move away from something. Let's say you're experiencing something that you don't want to be experiencing anymore. You don't have to just move towards something. You can decide to move away from it. Like, let's say you're addicted to drugs and you decide to get away from that direction. The trick is to just, while you're deciding to step away from that and towards something else to put more of the energy of what you're going towards you know so make the decision 
and then put more of your energy and your thoughts and your focus into what you're going towards. And because then you're not acting out of resistance. You're not acting out of trying to force something away. Then it's a little easier because you're being called at the same time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I believe Wayne Dyer said it the best. Like, any time you have to fight or argue against anything, usually you're weaker for it. Even when you're standing up for yourself or for others, when you're when you get to the... I think he said it this way. When you become seduced into to fighting and arguing, um, you know, you're always weaker for it. There's always another way, another path. Um, and, and generally... Generally speaking, very generally here, fighting and arguing and, and getting into that state is not something that you're going to become stronger for. And generally, you're not going to find a resolution in those states of minds either. Um, not to say that it's not a normal feeling and, and one that's very valid to feel anger or you know frustration or even wanting to fight when you see something very wrong you know in front of you or when someone really triggers you and pushes those buttons. Um, it's all about moving through it and past it and to seeing it in a way that would actually allow you to create from it and, you know, create something beautiful out of it instead of, you know, being seduced into it, which, um, goes back to, I guess, that going towards something and going away from something once again. Then on a larger scale, this looks like everyone agreeing to move towards more love together and more expression together and just more towards what society does want instead of trying to avoid and resist all the things that we don't want. Collectively, the law of attraction can work for all of humanity and can help communities grow if everyone shares the same vision and they all start building momentum in that direction and they all head towards something together. So if a community has a vision for what it would look like if they're all working together and it's just a nice place to live and to be, then everyone can share that vision and then there'll be more energy going towards that. And I mean, collectively, that, that's where we are headed. Um, there's there's enough, there's people, the news and society will tell us that there's all these criminals and gangsters and media politicians that are corrupt and officers that are killing and it's true there are um but there are way 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 larger vast numbers of people looking to simply create a harmonious peaceful loving and happy community and lifestyle and and families um so you know regardless of what the media is showing us right now and what you hear people say sometimes around you because it might be something you're looking for or a program to looking for we are moving that direction, and, and when that does happen in more and more communities, it'll just be a chain reaction of events in, in more communities around the world. That's why these spiritual places, these high-energy vortex places even that I've traveled to and I've seen, the energy and the smile and the looks in the eyes of each and every single person, down to the details of even the the architecture and the roads and the shops, um, they instill such a feeling of like peace, positivity, and and clarity. Um, and that's why I'm almost like that's it's part of my daily or yearly, you know, almost sabbatical if you want to call it that I must 
go to these places and kind of recharge my energy there because I live currently in the city of Los Angeles and you know as a blessing as it is uh, to have this much diversity it's definitely here so you definitely see both sides of it um when you get to other places such as Bali, Tulum, Sedona, um, you know, many other places across the world as well, even in India, you start to see, you know, and from my life anyway, coming from where I came from and in the South and a lot of drugs and violence, you get to see polar opposites to that in a, a huge difference in, in jump into beauty of life, nature, humans, animals and everything. And um, I think that that for me, you know, which is why I preach it so much, travel is so important, especially to people that haven't been able to do so, to really see those those polar opposites and differences and, and energy levels that, you know, for whatever reason that their society or community might not have cultivated yet. And I gotta pee. Okay. Are you